Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. <laughs> We're 20 whatever. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. And welcome back to 20 whatever episode 54. 56. 56. 56. 56. We're getting up there. I know. Pretty soon we're going to be like collecting social security. <laughs> Do we get that still? In, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Probably not. 56. Wow. I feel like this every time we like. Like, wow, that's so many, but like 56 is a lot. And now we've been doing it for over a year. Mm-hmm. Right. We actually just had like a big brainstorming meeting about like what does the next year look like for 20 whatever. And that was really interesting because I feel like our first year of 20 whatever was like, let's just try a bunch of different stuff, figure it out. I feel like even us just getting comfortable, like how do you drive a conversation on camera? Mm-hmm. What topics are the audience interested in? Adding things like the group chat. Like it's been a lot of exploration mm-hmm. yeah. the first year. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of R&D, research and development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're like, okay, let's like, we've, we've got ourselves figured out. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's so fun because it's like, it's giving endless possibilities and like we can do so many things mm-hmm. that we like that we get that we get to like want to do mm-hmm. yeah. you know instead of like well we need to do the same because we just started right okay right we got to do this thing but now it's like we're a little established like we can we can do a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah yeah and w- like we've said in the last episode was that halloween is upon us yes so we have been also having a lot of brainstorming sessions about that and like I hate to like set the bar so high that then like I feel like we have to live up to it. But like our costumes last year were so good. Like I know we're going to kill it this year. Yeah. We, well, we have to. As There's I, no option. Yeah, yeah. As I was preparing for the deck, I was like, dude, we have to top next year. Like la- or last year. And right. last year was so great that I'm like, holy shit. Well, we got to bring it this year. Last, Us in the shark yeah. costumes. Dude. Yeah. And you as Katy Perry. That yeah. was my favorite. That was so fun. Well, we. it's not even like. We not only had killer costumes, right? Even the, the episodes were great, but we were like learning choreography mm-hmm. and like songs, creating like choreography. Yes, like on we, the spot in an alley. Yes, uh-huh. we were not. We were literally not just like got the costumes and looked great. Like we were like putting on a performance. I but know. Of course, we were the theater girls in yeah. us were like, all right. Well, we arrived to set. We put on our costumes. Now, where, what are we doing? A five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Strut like you mean it in the middle of this alley. And then we went viral on TikTok. Yeah. So, yep. you know, I'm really hoping. Listen, we have to go viral I know. again. I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, as I, again, as I was planning, I was like, virality, what is going to give it? What is going to right. wow? I'm thinking Beyonce. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want something good. Yeah. On the bar, one viral TikTok. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Good luck to us. Well, I know. We gotta really bring it. So if you want to see it, make sure to subscribe. Yes. Because if you don't subscribe, then how will you know? But you need to know. This is vital information. Okay? Subscribe. We're also trying to get to 100K. So that will also help us meet our goals and keep you guys updated. And before we hop into today's topic, I have a message from the group chat. This was sent from Anonymous. And they said, what is your biggest regret in your 20s? Ooh. Ooh. That's a juicy question, you guys. I know. Damn. Biggest regret. Mine's like a little morbid. Okay. When is it Please. not? I, right. I'm like, give, <laughs> give it, it to us. us. Yeah. Give it to I us. think dating so early into my 20s, like being mm. in a like more committed, serious relationship right out of high mm. school. Mm. And while I don't necessarily regret all of that relationship, it definitely like I didn't go out and like date and find out right. like how to navigate social interactions like that. So mm. I'm like 26 now and being like, Okay, my fourth date of my entire first date of my entire life. Right. Yes. Which is okay. Like, not saying anyone has to date, but I definitely regret being in something so committed so young. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe I'm just saying that because it didn't work out, but still. No, I but, no, that. no but, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I feel similar. No, I don't have regret. I just like didn't date in my early, like in my early twenties too. I was like either didn't date and then like fell into like very committed relationships. But like after my like last breakup that was like super intense i was going on like first dates for the first time and i remember being like i've never gone on a first date with a stranger in my life like i do not know how to have these conversations like am i being weird like what's going on and i and i felt like too old to like not have had these experiences which is also like not real right you can't, you're not too old for anything like never th- your experiences yeah. are your experiences but i did have like that same fl- feeling of like I've never navigated these conversations or these like social interactions before and I feel weird. I mean, that's like why it's so like tricky to like the the whole dating thing. You're like, uh, do I do dating apps? Like, do I just go out in public and say hi to like people and like mingle or how? And it's just like the exercise of going on dates and asking questions and seeing what the tea is. And that's why. I see how like you're like, dang, I was just so consumed because relationships are consuming and yeah. like you don't spend that time just talking and chit chatting and meeting well, it's so like many people. Casual right. dating too. Mm-hmm. Right, it was like right. I'd only have ever done like the serial monogamy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being like, Oh, I have to learn a whole new thing. But also that's like the joy of your twenties. You're like, I get to and I can learn new things. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's been really cool, Jess, like as a friend to watch you like really flourish in that. Like I feel like you are like you're like a flower blooming in this. Yeah. Like yeah. you are just this like joy and this just like zest for life that you really truly have. Yeah. Has like come out like in fold even more since you've started, you know, exploring other things post breakup. Yeah. Thank you. That's so sweet. It's yeah. tea. So what do you regret in your 20s? <laughs> <laughs> I think my biggest regret is not viewing self-care and especially therapy as preventative. I think Mm. um, a huge thing for me was when my miscarriage happened, I realized like I am in this absolute bottomless pit of despair, which obviously I never could have known that was coming. But like then it took me like, you know how long it takes to like finally have your appointment with your therapist once you schedule it. I wish I would have just been like kind of constantly in therapy, especially as someone with, you know, a mental health issue, having bipolar disorder. like. 
that doesn't go away. It waxes and wanes. It gets easier and it gets harder. But when I was in easy times, I would just be like, well, well, it's great great right now. (laughs) Right. And whether it's something in my life happening like a miscarriage or if it's my mental health taking a downturn, you don't always know when those things are going to come up. And I wish I would have been prioritizing self-care and therapy all the time Mm -hmm. because I think that would have made those bottomless pits of despair less bottomless right right or at least would have given me a rope hanging down into the pit (laughs) right 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 that's a really good one and we've talked about that before where you're like just because it's good really doesn't mean it's always going to be good and like that's how life works so like set yourself up for success when you're not doing well Mm -hmm. yes for the for the times and the moments that you're not doing well because when you're in the thick of it it's so much harder to pull yourself out oh my out. god and make the appointment and oh call my god. the people yeah and do you're the like thing. i don't want to do anything so right. how could i even have like the will to make an appointment and then right. when you finally do get the will they're like great and we'll see you in 2026 you're like sick <laughs> yeah of- awesome yeah great well <laughs> hopefully my problems will be solved by then yep <laughs> you're like actually i feel like i'll be good yeah i'm yeah. Like, actually just cancel it i'll, I'll probably figure it out <laughs> yeah i'll vibe it out that's where like i know there are a lot of issues and and problems with like some online therapies like better help and stuff like I know has gotten a lot of backlash but that genuinely was such like a lifeline for me mm-hmm. when I was waiting for my like therapy through my insurance to you know finally have the appointment eight mm-hmm. weeks later mm-hmm. I was able to like use that and get therapy like within four days right mm. and so even though like I know there are issues with that and like valid issues like for me genuinely like that I didn't have any other options for immediate help unless I wanted to like commit myself to an institution, which I didn't feel like I was like, I mean, I was close. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. got close. But <laughs> I didn't want I I wanted to like not just immediately have to go to that. Like right. it's it's either would you like to commit yourself to an institution or wait eight weeks? And it's like, could I have an in-between, please? <laughs> is there right. a is C? There, yeah, is there an option, option C? C? Yes. And totally. so that's where that was really helpful for me, where I like made my appointment and got established care with like a therapist through my insurance, but also was able to use like BetterHelp to get a therapist right away. Like mm-hmm. immediate. Immediate. Help, yeah. yeah. And not sponsored by BetterHelp. But right. <laughs> I just, you know, that was something for me that felt like the only option and it genuinely helped. That's a really good one. Yeah, it is. That's a really good one. Do you have one? No, please. Okay. <laughs> I was like, please give me something. People pleasing. That's been like the biggest thing I've I feel like through the past couple years of knowing you, I've seen you just like really like let go of. Yeah, Yeah. And you you seem so much more light and free. And I totally agree, but I'm trying to figure out if it had to be that way. Like I don't know Mm. if like it's like, do I regret it? I don't know because then I don't think that I would be who I am now here. Mm. And like that is just who I am to my damn core. And so like People like I'd be like chopping off like a huge piece of me. So I feel like, yes, I'm so glad that now I'm here and can go work around that. But I think that that was just like my thing to carry. And that was just something that I learned from. And because of it, I've learned so many other different things that I don't know if I regret that, which is how I'm trying to think about this answer, because I'm gonna be like, I regret this. I regret that. But somehow it still got me here and mm-hmm. you don't regret it because it was a necessary part of your journey yeah and i, I love and, that and i yeah, truly even with my really lows and the shitty shit it's like but it's still in some way i learned something from it or i was like okay what is this situation teaching me so i don't think i know it's crazy to say but i really don't <laughs> think i regret it you guys like i'm glad how it happened it, it was so fucking hard sometimes but right it i think that that was 
my story. No regrets. Right. No regrets. No, no regrets. Not, no, even no, no regrets. <laughs> Not even one letter. Not even one letter. I love that. I mean, that's it's a very interesting way to look at it because it's easy to be like, yeah, I regret all that shit that I ever did for anybody because I could have done it for right. myself. Mm-hmm. But if that was the journey, then that was the journey and you're here now and you can only learn from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like now that you're aware of it, I mean, that's the tragic part too, is that you're aware now. So when you do people please, you're like, Fuck. oh my gosh, because I'm like, you didn't do that for yourself. Right. Because like, then right. you're like aware. You're it's aware. the awareness. Dude, self-awareness, dude. Sometimes. Self-awareness is a double-edged sword. <gasps> Bro. Oh it's my like, what God. do they say? Living in Delulu is the Salulu. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. Living no. in Delulu is, is the Salulu. Okay. And that sometimes just is the Dude, tea. ignorance is bliss sometimes. <laughs> is this the new live, laugh, love? God, why can't Stay you? delusional, girlies. Right. I mean, it's for the best. It's for the best. I'm just a walking live, laugh, love. You inside. are. You are. Yes. You are a live, laugh, love decal. And I live, laugh, love that about you. T. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Me, I'm like, I don't know if I can change. So <laughs> like, well, I hope you like it. I'm like, this is this me. Is this am. is the real. I, and, and, and I actually don't even know if I knew that about me until Ryan like really whole ass read me and walked into my room and was like, what the f- is this because, sign on your wall? This, what bro, is this art? I just couldn't. I, I mean, obviously, like I've been in your like room before, like before we lived together, you know, I've been in your room and whatever, like. I also don't think I judged it too hard because it was your childhood bedroom too. So I was just like, I'm, you know, this could be shit from when you were 14 for all I know. Like I know how it gives. I was like, I know how it gives. That's fine. And, but then we moved in together into our adult apartment where you didn't have to hang up that sign. And then you did. And I was like, oh, so this is a choice that she's currently (laughs) making. Awesome. Sick. Every morning I sit there and I just look at it and I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's her. It's uh, yeah. It's her daily affirmation. She's like, I, I don't have to people please today. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Let's start the day. Yeah. And and that that starting it that way is a choice because you're not people pleasing, Ryan. Thank you. Team. <laughs> Team. Strong. And listen. <laughs> and I don't want you to people please for me. Yeah. You don't want. Well, that also, for you want to be don't. able to continue hating. That's yeah. fun too. Because if you right. take that from if her, you change, right. if you change, then I have nothing to make fun of you. You're for. robbing her of that joy. Exactly. Don't you dare. She's like Paloma. Never change. Never really? change. Keep it up. Keep it up. So if you want to send a message to us for the group chat and possibly have it read on an episode, you can send us a message at 917-810-3045. And uh, let us know in the comments if you have any regrets in your 20s or just your life. Um, and if so, what they are. And if not, why? Because mm-hmm. I really loved your yeah. answer with that P. Thank you really so insightful. Much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Life's crazy, you guys. And Life's I think crazy. that the older I get, it, the more I just think about how quickly it's going by. And yeah. it's just so much that happens. I'm so serious. It's just so, and I feel like every time I take a drive from LA to come to shoot the podcast, it's like when I have my reflective I like thoughts and I'm just like, yeah, Paloma, just enjoy this because like life yeah. is just so, you know, these moments are well, so Well, things fleeting. happen in, in a second. We talked about that too. Like, I can't remember. Something happened and we were like, oh, that totally changes what this whole weekend was going to be because of this thing and this thing. And it's like, that's literally how life works. A decision gets made or something happens and it alters everything that's going to happen after that or like the course of direction it was going in. And that's literally how life is, which is a struggle if you like to control things. Mm -hmm. At me. (laughs) It might be a struggle for you, but there's something freeing about it when you can just be like, I would love for it to go this way, but like, life lives and you kind of take it and ride releasing that story of how it should be because if you just Mm -hmm. ride on like how Mm -hmm. it should be it should be this it's like right but you 
that's not how it went. And you just need to – I feel like the quicker you are to, like, accept reality and not resist yeah. stuff, you, like, enjoy your life more. Oh, yeah. And I feel like the uh, pushing off and, like, the resistance mm-hmm. part, I'm, like, trying to lean into. Yeah. Because it everything is – Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Mm-hmm. Everything. It, like, you could be like, oh, I should have said that. I should have. I wish they would have just done this. Why did they? It, and it's mm-hmm. like, that's a sick cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you can't control anybody. Everyone's going to do whatever they want. And it already want. happened. It already happened. Like, you can l- learn from that moment and just take that and move on. But if it just would have, if it would have just went this way, we could have done. It's like, okay, but coulda, shoulda, woulda. But it but didn't. didn't. So we have to look at it for what it is and you got to move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to move on, man. <laughs> Movies that from? Breaking Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> that's not what we're talking I know, I was about. Well, kind of. I mean, actually, you're right. Yeah. Kinda. We wanted to talk about moving out, a stat kind of establishing your own home outside of your parents' home, and just kind of that whole process and where we are now. Right. And when you were talking about that, that whole idea of like, well, if I had just done this differently, everything would have been different. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I, it made me think about when I was trying to decide where I was going to go for school when I was my senior year in high school and I had gotten, you know, my acceptances and my declines from colleges and I had my decision to make. And I kept having this feeling like this decision is going to change my life. And what if I make the wrong choice? Right. Like my main two that I was choosing between were Sonoma State and SDSU. I actually committed to Sonoma State and then rescinded it. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And wow. and I remember having this feeling like whatever I decide here, my life will take a completely different path. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I'd move back to San Diego after, but probably not. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and like maybe if I go here, I'd do this, but maybe not. And I always had this feeling and I just remember feeling this weight of like, what if it's the wrong choice? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I think you saying that is what I needed to hear then, that there really isn't a wrong choice. It's just a different life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, ha- I felt this weight of like, it has to be the right choice. I have to weigh every single piece and make sure I'm doing the right thing mm-hmm. when there wasn't really a wrong choice right, right at all. Because like your life now obviously is amazing and you love it and you yeah. can't see your life being different, but you would feel the same way had you went to Sonoma State and whatever happened, happened. You would be like, I can't imagine my life being any different because yeah. that's- Can you imagine if I stayed in San Diego? Can right, you imagine? Right. Right. Exactly. Right. It's yeah. like, it's all just- choices being made yeah and like i mean that's why people are like there's multiple universes because there's a world in which you did choose to go to sonoma state and you all that whole life exists somewhere and you're doing the thing and like i feel like in situations like that you can almost not almost you can overthink a decision yes Mm -hmm. and you can't possibly know all the outcomes so what's the point of of trying to think of all of them like i probably wouldn't have started youtube if I would have gone to Sonoma. Right. I started it because I was at SDSU and not just feeling super inspired with theater, which is what I was doing there. And I was in this apartment and Steven and Steven was living down the street from me and he was like, you should try YouTube. And that probably wouldn't have happened if I went to Sonoma. We wouldn't be here. Right. But I didn't know that. that and, yeah. and who knows what would have happened if I went to Sonoma. Right. Yeah, but when you were saying that, it just made me realize like how much we put this pressure on ourselves, like where we're moving, especially moving out for the first time or what we're doing or where we're going to school is like the end all be all and there's a right and a wrong mm-hmm. when there's not. Yeah. Yep. And I think that we constantly feel that feeling. You're like, oh, I just don't want to make the wrong decision or I just mm-hmm. want to make, make the right thing. Like, what is the thing to do? And there is no right or wrong. And yeah. I think that that is like something that you learn as you get older where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, dang, it's just choice. And like, it's just choose- a choice, yeah. and, and choosing is not choosing as well, which is why. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Choosing one thing doesn't mean you're not choosing. Like, yeah, obviously you're not choosing the other thing, but it's like a choice is just a choice for that one thing. You're not choosing yeah. like, oh, am I gonna go everything for- after that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even stay at SCSU. Right. right. So you made <laughs> right. that choice. So you made that right. um, um, that choice that you're like, holy shit. What I-? And then it ended up being a whole different and then you story anyways to leave. to leave. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when did you guys move out? What's your moving out story? I moved out. The very first time when after college, after I graduated from SDSU, I then moved to LA. And uh, so I was about like 20, yeah, 20, 21 or so after college. And then that was my first experience. I moved out with some girls that went to SDSU with me that I actually didn't even know. Like from it, I didn't know them from SDSU. They just like were in the same like SDSU circles and they were like, oh, we heard that you got a internship in LA. And I also did too. So then we all just like got together through like, people like teachers honestly I feel like they were like oh I think that that one girl's getting a scholarship you should look into that so like our teachers kind of set us up and I ended up rooming with them and that was like my very first time living on my own because I didn't live away from college I just did the drive I didn't have that whole like after the college parties you got to go home and we've talked about that where it's a different life of like living on campus and living at home when you're in college and stuff right so how was that experience living moving not only moving out from your parents' house, moving to LA, moving in with girls that you didn't know. It was amazing. And Good. I love that. And I treasure those moments so much in my life. I It was like the first time where I like felt like I was on my own. And I was like, oh my God, mom, how do I do this? How do I do it? Like it was very much the, how do I cook the chicken? How do I wash whites and blacks? <laughs> like right, just right, like very right, right. basic information. And I was just so happy because I was just like working and I just graduated and I was just in a space full of like creative women. So it just felt really like, oh my God, like this is life. I don't know. But it was really good. But definitely interesting, like moving out and coming back home. It's a different feel for sure. Right. Did you have any roommate issues? Like just adjusting to living with someone other than your family is a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that with the personalities, it was definitely some stuff that goes on um but it was overall really good because we just worked so much and so like the girls weren't even home sometimes and when we did see each other we were like oh my god what the fuck's going on and like oh my gosh you're right. all kind of on the same page exactly and we're all just like we just graduated but like we're trying to get our first job out of college and like what the heck is even like what do i am i even passionate about like i studied this should i even keep doing this right and so there was a lot of conversations of like that and just like we had the apartment but like no couches and like stuff like you know it was just <laughs> right, like, we're just, right. like so You're, like broke. eating pizza just, on the on the on living room floor yeah so, vibe. yeah so i kind of got that like little bit of taste of college and living on your own dorm vibes by living with those girls and just like just no no parents you know so no parents no rules exactly hell yeah no what about you sarah did you live on camp you did i did you did yeah so i lived on campus at sdsu and i um i lived in like a it was basically like one dorm, but there were a couple of rooms in it. It was honestly kind of more like an apartment. So there were two doubles and then a single. And then it was like our our shared common space. Not really like a living room because we didn't have like a couch or anything, but we had like desks mm-hmm. there. Right, right. And that was nice because I had a single, but I was I didn't feel isolated. Because mm, right. I was connected to the girls in the two doubles. But I had kind of like a a weird experience where I like really bonded with one of the girls immediately. And then she became really like possessive of like we're best friends and I'm like I've known, oh yeah I've known you oh, for like a couple days yeah oh. and so that was kind of like a hard thing to navigate because like I wanted to get to know everyone and like explore different things right mm-hmm. but what was really nice is the all the girls there were really nice 
And um, we all did sorority rush because Greek life at SDSU is huge. Yeah. And so it was fun to go through it together. And then it ended up that both the girls in the doubles, because they were both friends already, ended up in the same sorority. And then I was in a sorority. So we were all in Greek life, but like different. Right. Um, so it was fun. I remember like I've been I've been watching so much Bama Rush talk right now. <laughs> right. Like the Alabama sorority rush, which is like next level from SDSU. But I got sucked into that. And it reminded me of like coming home every day from Rush into the dorm and us all like having like a little, you know, debrief after of like, okay, what'd you think of this house and this house? And that sounds so fun. How, yeah. yeah. That gives kind of like the night after like sitting together and just like talking about what happened. Like yeah. yes. I love a debrief. I love totally. a debrief. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of a nice stepping stone because it wasn't like really living on our own. Like we had an RA. Mm. We didn't have any furniture because it's a dorm. It's, you know, pre-furnished. Right. We're on campus. And then I had a little, not little, I had a huge mental breakdown. Oh. And that is what led me to leaving SCSU along with my major being cut and just all sorts of issues that I was having. Um, so I kept going to SCSU, but I moved out of the dorms. Mm -hmm. And I was doing like half my schooling online, half at SCSU. Um, and I got an apartment. And that was like, to me, I'm on my own. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, Oh, my God. Like, I am a full adult by myself, paying rent, buying groceries. Because that's the other thing. On campus, we had a meal plan. Like, right. we didn't even have, like, a full kitchen. Right. So that was, like, a big wake-up call of, like, all right, you have to, like, learn how to do stuff and, like, be a full adult. And also, that was kind of, like, a weird transitional period where when I was in the dorms and I went home, which I could do somewhat often because, like, you know, same general area. And um, when I would go home from the dorms, it was very much like now I'm home mm -hmm. from this place that I'm staying, being the dorms. Now I'm right. home. Kind of like this, camp. Yeah. And now I'm back in my room and my bed and my parents are here and I know where the cups are in the kitchen and everything. And I know this is my place. Mm -hmm. And then when I was in my apartment, I remember having this feeling of like, I don't like where's my home? Mm -hmm. right. Neither of these places feel Right. Mm -hmm. And now I very much feel like, you know, this is my home. And when I go to my parents' house, I don't always know where the cups are anymore. And right. I knock before I come in sometimes. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my childhood bedroom is my dad's office. And like, it's this weird thing where at some point between that first apartment and now, that isn't my home anymore. Right. Now I'm going to my parents' house. I'm not going home. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, the switch to it being like from your house to the parents' house yep. is like an interesting line. I feel like my parents are like, this is your home. And I'm like, no, yeah, like, mm. yes. And I feel comfortable here. Like, it's my home. And like, I know everybody in here. I know the things that go on. But like, this isn't like really my home. Oh, that and I me. think that they like. It, no, it makes them sad. Like, it, and uh, I'm like, it's not personal. Like, I'm not saying that, like, this isn't my house. Like, but like, it's not like that. But like, that same soundbite, like, it like struck a chord because I remember my mom's being like, what do you mean? Like, this is still your house. And I remember like looking at her and being like, I remember what it was. She was like, so what do you think? Like, I had already moved out like two years or whatever. And she was just like, oh, well, I'm thinking about like doing this for the door for your closet. And I'm like, yeah, sure. She's like, what do you want? And I'm like, whatever you want. Like, this is like the guest room. So like, whatever. And following up with like, but this is your home too. And like, and, and I remember having that conversation and being like, looking at her kind of like, I totally hear you and I feel that. But like, ma, this is not my home anymore. And I saw like that moment of yeah. like, Ouch. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And 
shortly after my room has like turned into like my brother's room because I had like the bigger room. So like I'm now in my brother's old room. So like my 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 room is no longer my room, which is like so which obviously that first time going back and seeing that your room isn't your room anymore. You're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Why are all my trophies in a box? <laughs> yes. Right. Not my trophies in a box. No, right. <laughs> my right. safety patrol trophy. Right. <laughs> my singular one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there are those things that you find that are like the relics of like it used to be yours. You know, like maybe the trophies aren't up, but you find them in the closet or like whatever it is. And that's always fun, too, because it's like, oh, no, 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 I, le- I left little scars here. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and just so you, like, this is, this was mine. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. Like, Dad, <laughs> that's your office now, but it's still painted turquoise, and I have a depression painting in the closet wall. So, <laughs> right. whose is it really? <laughs> my, my Chris Angel poster is still in my brother's closet. <laughs> I that sc- is so funny. Yeah. No, right. I, like, somehow ended up there, and I was like, not this man still being in here. That's like, where he belongs. He, he never removed him, because, like, what the, he just moved right. in, and my brother was like, eh, whatever. I'm like, I know that guy. He's yeah. been here for years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does it feel like for you, Ryan, do, when you come home? Um, it definitely doesn't feel as comfortable, but I think it's just because, like, I don't have a room. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not even, like, an extra room. Like, mm. when lockdown happened, both of my parents started working from home, like, exclusively. And then my mom ended up going back to work. So she still works, you know, Monday through Friday in the office. But my dad, he stayed remote. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so now he's been remote for three years. And um, they didn't have an office. And so Is I- Is your room his office? It, yeah, my High room's five, his right office. Right yeah. We, we, yeah. <laughs> we got booted. We did. We did. So now I like, I, I don't even have like a room to stay in. So when I come, I have to sleep like with my sister or like on the couch. Yeah. And I'm like- yeah, this definitely doesn't feel like how it felt when I lived here, obviously, because I don't have my own space or like a door mm-hmm. or like anywhere. And I do kind of just feel like I'm in everybody's way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I know that I come here because I got stuff to do and I'm like vibing or whatever. But like everyone else is living their lives. My siblings are going to school. My parents are working. Like everybody's got their own shit. And I just like come in and I'm like, hey, everybody like, yeah, why is the fridge empty? <laughs> I know. <laughs> are, are there relics in your dad's office? Well, I did have my sister's room first. Okay. So okay. I had my sister's room before I moved out the first time. And then when I came back during COVID, I did have the downstairs room. So I've, okay. I've, I've moved around. But my sister's room still kind of looks like my room. Like okay. the curtains in there are like turquoise. And like she's definitely tried to like switch it up. This sa- <laughs> The bed is the same. Yeah. So I'm like, she's like we got to get the still- Ryan stuff out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Except she's kind of like. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Well, yeah. You're her cool big sister. Yeah. yeah. So it does feel like that. But it's but it's very much not my room. Mm. And it's very much like a bunch of her shit just like everywhere. And I'm like, I'm not even like, my mom's like, Rosalind, why didn't you clean up? The writing is coming. And I'm like, it's bro. This is her room. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like, she lives here and I, it's whatever. But yeah, it definitely feels weird to go home. I feel like comfortable there, but I'm like, it's definitely not the same vibe at all. You're visiting. Mm -hmm. I'm visiting. Yes. Yes. And that's an interesting thing too, because I live in the same area as my parents. I haven't slept at my parents' house in years. Oh, right. Because you could just leave. Yeah. go home. (laughs) I slept there one Christmas Eve in college. Like I wanted to like even though I had my apartment, like I wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. But now, like I sleep at my house, we come over in the morning for Christmas. Right. right. Like right. I, I don't, like that would feel so strange. Mm-hmm. Right. To I sleep didn't even there think again. about that. And where would I sleep? 
Right. <laughs> just right, curl up right. in bed with my parents. I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> right. Remember when I used to do this every time I had nightmares? And they're like, right. yes. Yes, we and remember. Yeah. <laughs> get out. I didn't even think about that, right? Because you're close enough to where you, why would you need to stay? Yeah. And like when we come, we're like, they're prepping for us to stay because we can't like mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. I know. At my uh, brother's engagement party a couple of weeks ago, I needed like hairspray or something. And I went up to my mom's bathroom and I walked in and I was like, there's something about this that feels like weird and eerie. And also, like, you know how parents, like, never get new products? Yes. Right. Like, so there's the same, like, you know, candle that has been in my mom's bathroom since 2006. Right. <laughs> and right. I used to, like, see every single time I went up there to take a bath in their bathroom because they had the big bathtub. Right. 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 And then my mom would yell at me for taking too long. Right. Because she's like, go back to your bathroom. Yep. I don't have a bathtub. My mom always knows when I've been in her closet or, like, in her stuff. Because obviously if I take some like a sweatshirt or something, she's like, oh, found that. And I'm like, yep, did. Or like I use her products and she's like, okay. (laughs) Speaking of which, can we talk about your iconic TikTok going through your mom's sweatshirt collection? Okay. That was funny as hell. That was Please, let's actually try it. So, okay. That was like not pre-planned. That literally, when I said in the TikTok, I was leaving in five minutes. I Somebody was coming to pick me up in five minutes. But I went into her closet to do something, I think put something back or whatever. And I saw all these new sweatshirts that like said all these things on it. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. And there's so many, like this is obviously her brand. And I was like, this would be kind of a funny TikTok. I was like, I don't have time for this, but I'm going to do it. So I just filmed it all. And and I was like, mom. And then she, I didn't tell her that I like did that. And so she saw it on TikTok. And I was like, <laughs> also stop following me on TikTok, but it's okay. I'm on the edge of my seat for part two. I, I want to do a part you two. I can. To. I literally, the amount of sweaters she has. Also, I was talking to her today. TikTok shop has my mom in a chokehold. <laughs> like she, ha- she's like, oh yeah, I bought this. And every time I see her, she's like, I bought all these things from TikTok shop. And I was like, stop. You're feeding the algorithm. She's like, no, I just see it. I'm like, because I don't, I know you don't understand how TikTok and like FYP works, but you're I just, just see feeding it. it. She's like, it just comes to me. I'm like, I know because you because interact you, with it. Because they're so, like, yes. this is our target demo. That's she what, will buy. Every she time will. we show her, buy. Yes. Yes. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. We were just saying that like, I feel like TikTok's becoming like QVC. Yeah. Because that's like what people used to do is they'd sit at home and, you know, watch their TV and you need to buy this electronic cat litter box. <laughs> and you're like, yes, of course. Like, and of course is, I need that. And that's then, so true, though. Like, yeah. I didn't even think of that till right now. And you're yeah. so right. The layer's like, this is my favorite and you should. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. Well, gosh. it's so hard to tell, like, what's an ad and what's not an ad. Yeah. yeah. Right and now. The air stick. Have you guys seen that? It's like this, like, just little holder for your phone for filming. I oh, swear. Yes. Oh, yeah. That is on my for you page every five videos. Is it that yep. one that you literally just put on the mirror and it's just like a little yep. Yep. every time yep. and it's like a new creator showing it to me I'm like babes I don't want it yep. <laughs> yep. we should do a Schulte channel video testing TikTok shop products we Ooh. should because I like I want to buy it but also I'm like I see that eligible for commission sticker right right so, right. so what's the truth so yes. what's the truth I know, I know. Well, what, what other is the one that's trending that I see that it's like the removal for hair like they're like oh with the light and all you do it's like a little oh, machine oh it's like a, like a oh, oh isn't that the Kenzie Cosmetics one I couldn't I, I couldn't I confirm know. but it could be like the, it's the you, like, you just have, like put it over and you put it skin, and it like yeah. zaps the light and then they're like doing it yeah. and I'm like that's like on my FYP right now and I'm like okay and the snail cream that I recommended you guys a long yes! time ago yep. the girlies found out about it on TikTok and they're like I'm like oh dang it and you should you- get that eligible for 
for commission you sticker. Should. Thank you. Which because the prices have been going up because y'all are loving it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I didn't gatekeep it. I told y'all a year ago. So that's tea. But yeah, tell girl, us. I know when they find out, it's bad. You it, know? I know. Remember when the girls found out about collagen? They were like, oh my God. Yes, yes. And, and like, the wax hair go- sticks. I was like, geez, oh Louise. Oh my God. Now we're all using the hair sticks. Now you can buy them for like $40 yeah. because the, they hiked the price up. But obviously. the brand that like, I remember like the Jenners were using, it was like a, like a Japanese brand or something. It was like a specific yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. I remember had like the birds on it. And that stuff had the product price has gone astronomically yeah, skyrocketed. Uh, so expensive. Yeah. But um, I guess that's supply and demand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how that works. But yes, mo- moving out. TikTok shop and moving out. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure, sure there's TikTok shop things for moving out. Can there you has got oh. to be. <laughs> They're selling me different types of ice cubes now. I'm like, wait, have you seen? Okay, actually, have you seen the one? I know you. She just said, anyways, but quickly. <laughs> sorry, quickly. She was like, I was trying to Bro, transition, not add. Have you seen? Like- but have you seen the one, the ice thing where you literally put on and you just push a button and all the ice falls out? No, dude, that I actually am gonna buy it. Okay, send me Please the link. Do. I will. Yeah, I will send, send the link. link. I will send Get the a link. Get commission. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> But but moving out. Yes. Are we are we yes, ready? Are we gonna do that? No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> um, I know you've touched on it before, and you know, moving to New York and everything, and that was you know obviously like a a big experience in your life. Um, but is there anything in that that you feel like really changed the core of who you are? Was really difficult or? Oh yeah, I think like I think m- the entire course of my life changed when I left for New York. One because. I never not lived at home. And then I went from living at home to moving to an entirely different state across the country. And, you know, my relationship with my parents not being good. So I didn't get the opportunity to be like, hey, mom, how do you do X, Y, Z thing? I was like, well, fuck it. I got to figure it out. Good good YouTube university because I don't know what's going on. And I don't it's not because I couldn't call my mom and ask her and she wouldn't have told me. But it was just like that's just not where the relationship was at that point. So I not only had to navigate how to live alone for the first time, I also had to figure out how to live in a state I've never lived in with a climate I've never lived in with people that I didn't know. Like I literally was me, myself and I trying to be an adult for the first time in, in every single sense of the meaning of like trying to be an adult. Yeah. Right. And that obviously was really hard. But as an already independent person, I think that unfortunately made me hyper independent where I was not asking anyone for anything ever. Right. And I think that was to my detriment a little bit. And I've had to do a lot of unlearning, you know, because then I went from New York back home. Lockdown happened. So then I was back at home. Tragic. Oh, my God. I mean, we were all like, oh, my God, where? What is going on? Right. Back at home with the parents, like having to tell them what we're doing and why we're doing anything. And I'm like, I'm going on family walks. How old am I? (laughs) Like, am I 17 again? Like, why am I like feeling weird about having a beer right now? Like, Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Like stuff like Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. And then right after following that, Paloma and I moved in together. So and that was like a whole different thing, too. But I felt like that was like my first like normal, real like moving out experience because my parents were there. They moved me in, yeah. which was an experience that I didn't get to experience the first time. They mm-hmm. moved me in. They drove me. We unpacked together. You know, it was like a whole thing. And, you know, and we just moved to L.A. So it wasn't it wasn't across the country. Yeah. And it was closer. But I, I think like moving in with you obviously was like great. It's like sleepovers every day. But we also had to like figure out how to live together and mm-hmm. like 
be like, okay, so you do this like this at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you're you a bathroom bitch in the middle of the night. Got it. So you should probably have the bedroom that's connected to the bathroom. <laughs> well, I remember having these conversations like, oh, you do you get up in the middle of the night to be? And I'm like, no. And you're like, awesome. Um, I live in the bathroom. So... <laughs> I you live know, in the bathroom. You know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I've had crazy tragic roommate stories. I've had so many different apartments that I've lived in, all of them in New York and then obviously a few now, but truly living with you was the best roommate situation I've had thus far. I know. What a time, you guys. Dude. Like, And that can make or break a friendship. Yeah. Yep. yeah. To live with a best friend, right? People always say, don't live with your friends. Yep. Yeah. And But when it works. When it yeah. works, it, it works. works. I know. We definitely like, well, we risked it for the biscuit because that yeah. really totally. could have been like not it. And not only, not even only that, not only were we living together, we also at that moment were living or working together. We were working for, oh, the, for same the same company. company. That's so right. So we were like right. in each we, other. Like we were just work, It was like BFFs, there was no real and you separation. guys hadn't been able to spend as much time together before that because you were in New York and yep. the pandemic. Yep. And we were kind of like it was still like the remnants of COVID. So like it was in LA and that kind of like oh, took yeah. a minute for LA to open back up. So we kind of spent a lot of time like kind of still like inside. Oh yeah. Pretty... I mean, when we first moved there, there was nothing open. Yeah. Still. Like, it was it... like lockdown light. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like you could like go outside and everyone, like no one's freaking out about you being outside. But like, but, like restaurants, stores, open. like that was like not it. Ghost town. I mean, that yeah. kind of is what happened to LA no. for a long time. Yeah. So we did spend a lot of time together and that's, it is kind of crazy that it didn't end up in shambles. Good, Good for, for us. you guys. <laughs> Good for us. And that's on communication also. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because no matter what, we're still humans with different backgrounds and different stuff. Yeah. So, yep. mm-hmm. you know what? Good for us. Good for us. I am We should really do it glad. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should try again. Which, by the way, like I had a, so, who asked me, Rachel asked me recently and I was oh, like, yes. how was like the new place and girl Ryan over here and I was like, oh, it was really good. She was like, and what else, Paloma? It's miserable and you're terrible and you hate yeah, it. And, and you like, hate it and you miss uh, me yes, every day. Yes, I miss Ryan every single day yes. and it is so tragic but I yeah. really do feel that way and like I feel like we just are FaceTiming each other all the time. Yeah. Like unnecessarily on the phone FaceTiming. Yeah. I'm like not like, talking about anything. Yeah, we're just on Facebook all the time. But that's the best kind because you're, you're right. like I didn't call you for anything other than like I like you. And right. I woke up. I literally no, my, like, hey, I woke yeah. up. My favorite thing is when we've been on for like a long time, a long time, and then you just hear like the knock, and it's like Ryan being like, "Hey, like, are you done? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm here." And Paloma's like, "Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> right. I gotta go. This man's hungry. We know we gotta I know, eat I'm or like, whatever. I have to go we gotta watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fine, call me later. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, we yeah. did live together with Ryan yeah, for a yeah, year. Yeah. So you had a you had a It feels and I I was thinking the same thing I see her was saying like when she moved in with like Steven it felt like a lot more and I don't know if it's because our vibes are so like still college and like when we were together I I when I went home I was still like oh well this is my kind of like home and I live here with like my friends and my boyfriend or whatever but like moving into this other home with just my boyfriend and like not my pal like my besties not like there to always be like and fuck this guy like yeah whatever <laughs> because like because who knows like you know right, like right. whatever right but now I'm like oh no girl like, you are moving in with like this man like you li- I live with a man right. only a man right <laughs> so right. and it was like that step of like oh my gosh and like we have to start setting rules of like our house rules like this is not just us with a roommate like ryan this is our right. home and your life and my it's life. And, and you don't get to be like well this is what i'm doing because i'm one person right when you have a roommate like you're allowed to do whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. you need to do but like collectively what is the rule and that and we were like kind of setting like the home rules like in this home like we don't do that or we do this and we that and 
and in those moments, I realized like it doesn't have to be the same as what the rules are in my parents' home because at my house, we don't do that or mm. we don't say that kind of stuff. So like when I even catch myself like visiting at home, I'm like, oh, well, at my house, we don't do that or like that's not something. And I can like see the difference of like this, my parents' house is no longer my home. And that's like mm. kind of like, I feel like new. Like I really am in my home. Like LA is my home and mm. it didn't feel like that yeah. until like really really recently do you feel like moving in together changed your relationship at all yeah it made us stronger for sure absolutely it was just like the because i feel like you're recommitting yourself totally mm. it feels like that like we're because because you didn't have to because we didn't have to move in together we didn't and, and it's like us being there together being like oh god like we are about to start this like another chapter and found and we're setting our foundation of what our future could be like and living together is like really seeing what it could be like and just recommitting and being together and doing the life thing as a collective and before I feel like it was just like me and my boyfriend and my roommate and like we are doing life but now it's like me and this man are starting a foundation oh my it's so weird I always say when when Steven and I moved in together I didn't know I wanted to marry him Mm -hmm. but once we lived together like literally within a couple weeks I was like Oh yeah, this works. Yeah, right. I can see this forever. Like yeah. mm-hmm. and and people, a lot of people, I think especially growing up in a religious community, tried to like scare me out of it. Yes. Right. Like yes. most people who move in together don't make make it. They break up. Like they should. Yeah. yeah and like then like, they shouldn't be together. They should, they should. I'm gonna get married and then be stuck. Right. Like, yeah. You know? Right. But I remember having this kind of that fear seated in me of like, oh, this could ruin everything yeah mm-hmm. what if i don't like the way he does things and what if we fight all the time mm-hmm. but it became so easy yeah and it our lives worked so well together and we just so so kind of seamlessly and you know with little you know bumps here and there but we pretty seamlessly found like which chores one person likes to do and which chores the other person likes to do and what our routine is like and seeing each other before we go to school or work and mm-hmm. after and it just so quickly became like oh i I definitely want this for the rest of my life. Right, right. right. Yeah, you can like get that like little like glimpse into the future Mm -hmm. and that's how it kind of feels right now. And I'm like, I like the way we are just maneuvering through the home and just everything and feels much stronger together. So I'm happy. Very good. It just feels right. Yeah, it really does. And I feel so at peace. So I'm just so content. Yay. Mm, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Me too. I feel like I don't, I feel like LA feels like where I'm supposed to be and that feels like home, but I don't feel like my apartment is home. And I didn't feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. our apartments were my home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you like, don't I was feel like, like your parents' house are home. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have a home. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have places to stay and I feel comfortable and safe and everything's like cool and like fine. Yeah. But I'm not like, oh, my my home. Your home is with me, baby. Exactly. <laughs> when you come over to my house for sleepover, like, she's uh, like, I'm home. Actually, I'm she does home. walk into the house and she's yeah. like, baby, I'm home. Yeah, so yeah, actually, yeah. That's Just actually. wait till you get the dog, too. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm abs- moving back in. That is what- I'm trying to tell you. Well, that's- I, I know. It's already established. Listen. Ryan and I will probably live together again. <laughs> Can't wait. And we've already, like, talked. We're like, should we- What's that word? The com- combat? Com- what's the p- pounds where lots of people live together? Compounds. 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 Yeah. Or a commune. Com- commune. What is but the that's def- like com- So a compound could just be, like, lots of people living together. Okay. A commune is, like- communal living where you're like sharing resources mm. that makes sense is it like a big cul-de-sac like you just have everyone has oh like yeah their... what's that that's just like a, na- like that's a, just a neighbor uh, neighborhood right. <laughs> and you just all buy houses the same yeah, yeah that's just yeah i well, just gotta I mean, move a... i mean listen that, i definitely see that in the future i know in and, the, and just like a big sure. house where like you have the left wing like your family's on the left right. wing and i'm then in like, the granny yeah. flat yeah exactly yeah 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 i'm interested to 
figure out when I feel like I'm like at home. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm in a home. And I don't know if that's just like, if I live in a place longer than a year, maybe mm. then I'll feel like, because at that, I, I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I haven't, I've moved every year. So I don't know if that's it or if it's just like, because I live with somebody that I just met. Also, like if it's, if it's the roommate thing that makes you feel like I'm not home, maybe that's it. Right. But yeah. One, if you've know. moved every year, what's the saying? Like a rolling stone collects no moss. Mm-hmm. When you're always moving, yeah. mm-hmm. you're always going to be, you're, it's never going to have time to settle. Yeah. Right. You know? And well, maybe home is the same through line as the other two. You know, you're going to be there for a while. Maybe not forever, right. but for a while. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's the part that I'm like missing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we did have that homey feeling like when we were together, like living at our home. I still felt like, yeah. not like my home, but it felt like, this is our home. I don't know. Like, yeah, there's I, like a sense of like, well, I I mean, it definitely felt comfortable. Yeah. And I felt like this is where I go, lay my head and feel good. Yeah. And like, this is it. But I know that this isn't forever. Yeah. And I think that's probably what part. it is. Mm. Like, I know. Yeah, I'm comfortable. And like, I hope that, I mean, if this is a long time period, but like, mm-hmm. I know that this is not forever. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not going to be like, this is, uh, this is my home. And I'm like pouring yeah. into it. And mm-hmm. also- you can't really pour into an These apartment. Rental, yeah. You can't really make, like, obviously you can decorate and you can do the things, but you can't really, like, make it your own home. Within a year. you rent it. And I know. Wait, within I know. a year. <laughs> and even when you do, there's always that clock ticking in your mind. Am I going to renew the lease? Bro, we, we like, just yeah. moved. We just moved, I feel like. And we're like, bro, what are you doing next year? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I know. Like, I was like, do I want to hang this? Because then I'm already damaging the wall. And like, it's I like, just, it's like, I'm like, it's too late. No, we, were, we have nine months left. <laughs> right. And like, that's yeah. a long time. But it's also like, yeah, but I still have to like think about what's after this right. and maybe that's it too like I'm still constantly like yeah I know I just moved but like I'm gonna have to start thinking about this in like February well I could paint but is it worth it do am I gonna renew the lease or not and right you know I could yeah. change out the, the knobs to my style and what I like right. but, but like I'm gonna have to repl- put them back right yeah. I'm doing yeah so but I I, I think I want that mm. I I want that feeling of like I'm putting some roots down and not like that I'm not flexible. Like I'm down to do whatever. The Wherever the wind takes me, that's where I want to go. Mm-hmm. But I want to feel like I have a place to go that's mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So You will find that soon. I, I know. hope yeah. so. You I will. feel it on the horizon. You, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you've been asked, uh, you've mentioned in conversations like having that uh, desire to put some roots down. So I feel like yeah. it's coming up for you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a good episode you've Yeah, that was great. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Let us know in the comments what your experience was like moving out for the first time. And uh, be sure to send us a text at the group chat if you want to be part of that. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.